When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the latest video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout looking ahead to the 23-24 season. This time we are focusing on pre-season. Uh, we're having a look who has been impressing and who perhaps hasn't been impressing in the matches so far. So far there's a certain West Ham midfielder certainly on my radar but there are plenty more impressive performances amongst the early pre-season fixtures. Um, joining me to see who is the next meet you and Lundstrom, and who perhaps could be the next Danny Graham, remember him, Swansea striker, by the way, um, is Mark Joblin. Mark, welcome. How are you? Uh, hi, hi, Joe. Yeah, um, good, thanks. Yeah, um, just the thought of Danny Graham there is... Yeah, remember him? Made it better. <laughs> he, I don't know. The reason I mention him is because around about this time... Uh, Many years ago, I don't know how many years ago, whenever Swansea were in the Premier League, he had an amazing preseason, couldn't stop scoring. And then he stopped. He did stop scoring as soon as the season started. Um, meanwhile, the likes of Michu and famously John, John Lundstrom have um, excelled in preseason and they've been picked up in our coverage at Fancy Football Scout. Um, and so um, they've done well. People got them in their teams and they thanked us um very much for for all the points they got mm -hmm. there um so well, um, yeah last season we had the whole netto mm -hmm. and leon bailey uh traps didn't we yeah totally fought, fall, uh, fell for those so yeah i guess every year we tell ourselves that we'll do things better and it's always with hindsight but yeah this year is definitely not going to take a risk on on a bailey or a netto no, I mean, the way I, the way I look at it um, is if a player has the pedigree to do well in the Premier League, we've seen them score and assist in the Premier League and then they do well in pre-season. That tells me they're a player to get in because we know that, that they can perform. They're getting the minutes in pre-season, so they're favoured by the manager. Um, and also, um, if they're just doing well, then they're in good form as well. So and if they've got good fixtures, they can get them in. But um, some of those others, for example, the Danny Grahams, the Leon Baileys, ones who perhaps don't have that pedigree in the Premier League, if they're doing well in pre-season against Boreham Wood or Eastbourne Borough or whoever, um, then I, I'm not sure they're going to do so well um, in, in, the, uh, in the Premier League. But however, if the likes of, say, Jared Bowen um, are doing well against the likes of Perth Glory or whoever it may be, um, that may be an indicator that they're in the form and we know they've got the pedigree. But so there's lots to gather. And um, so there's lots on the on the on the website at the moment, isn't there? Um, so you've, we've got I mean, what have we got? We've got articles. We've got various gadgets as well at Fantasy Football Scout. Um, these preseason minutes. This is this looks quite interesting. Uh, what I mean, how, how does that work just before we get into the teams? Yeah, that's that's one of our crown jewels, really, at, uh, at Fancy Football Scout, and um, it's well, it's it's basically essential, really, in in my opinion, because it's it's regularly updated and it has it's basically a spreadsheet with a tab for each of the twenty teams, and it 
keeps a very good eye on how many minutes everybody plays. Now, some of these earlier friendlies, maybe uh, slightly less notice needs to be taken in the lineups, but the final friendly, for example, it, it would be fascinating to see, uh, you know, who is Lundstrom mm-hmm. going to be in that final one? So yes, our preseason minutes tracker spreadsheet, it's a members feature and it's, uh, very highly thought of it's it's a fantastic tool to mm. use yeah definitely i mean i know i look at that and as you say you point out it goes so what we're looking at here is the sort of early pre-season these are the, the likes of boreham wood and earth glory and all of those these are premier league time teams sort of getting their fitness against lesser opposition but as it goes on the teams get tougher and bigger and i know there's a number of team premier league teams in america at the moment um and they're preparing for some matches there so that's going to be some tougher opposition against each other and also against some bigger teams and then we'll also you know they get they get bigger and then and then eventually you end up with something like the community shield where you can really see who is in favor at man city i remember last year i mean the community shield's a funny one isn't it because um last year Harlan didn't, as my memory, didn't score in the Community Shield, but I think he looked good, and so did obviously a number of people, and that they were willing to go with him. But they wasn't enough for people to captain him. I remember Salah was in game week one was was the stronger captain. But if now we're looking at game week one and Harland, and it's just like, well, Harland's got to be the captain. Um, so sometimes it's not who scores or assists. You have to look at the games, and that's where I guess. The articles come in, don't they, Mark? Yeah, not only did Haaland blank, but I think Alexander Arnold put Liverpool one 0 up, mm. and then Salah scored. Darwin scored. So mm. um, the narrative going into the first week mm-hmm. could have been a bit like that. So certainly Trent was mm. essential, which um, I guess some people might say he is now, but mm. for a different reason. But okay. yeah, the Haaland hype. I think game week one was the only week where Haaland give any sort of real gain yeah the rankings okay um so what we'll do is we'll look at the um we'll we'll go through it by team and we're not going to do it in terms of difficulty or anything like that in game week one we're just going to go it we'll start at the top we're going to go alphabetical the teams what they've been doing so far and it's yourself um uh, as a fancy football scout writer we've also got neil the editor there and tom the deputy editor um they you, you it's, the three of you have been involved in 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 the writing of articles here um on this so um so you're speaking for a team <laughs> here okay so let's have a look um i'll just put the just put the uh, just the list of the teams. So just to refresh ourselves, who's actually in the Premier League at the moment? Because obviously we've got three new teams coming up. Uh, who've got a number of cheap players? Uh, could be John Lundstrom. Could be John Lundstrom again. Um, so let, let's start with Arsenal and handily Arsenal. What a fixture they've got! They start with Nottingham Forest, who were awful in game week one. Um, so what's been happening with Arsenal in preseason? Who, who they've been played? Who's getting the minutes? Who are the who are the emerging who are the emerging stars from preseason? We know who their stars are in general. Uh, both they've actually had two games so far. Mm-hmm. Both finished one-one against Watford and Nuremberg, the German side. And I, it looks like the the second friendly had a stronger eleven, fairly mm-hmm. strong, although. Martin Odegaard picked up a slight knock in the warm-up. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like anything okay. concerning, but there's no need to take risks, is there? No. And the second friendly had a Bukayo Saka goal. 
Okay. And who was who assisted Saka in that one? Um, I'll just have a look. It could have been. Was it Ben White? I saw. Yes. Yeah. Ben White clipped mm. the pass down the right, mm -hmm. and then Saka did his thing, okay. sort of cut inside left foot. Okay. So early on, I mean, one thing, right? It's, it's what I was saying about. Um, players with pedigree doing well in pre-season if they're playing in pre-season they're doing well in pre-season that's good Saka we know he's got the pedigree this is good this is a, this is Saka in our team sort of message that pre-season's giving us yeah it was a surprise to see his price 8.5 yep nine I think and having the the main Arsenal midfield is so close in price this time it does give Saka the advantage and certainly goals like that are not going to hurt. No, definitely. So, but what it might also tell us so far is who's in favour. I mean, and it's the defence that I'm interested in because I do want an Arsenal defender. They're very going to be very heavily owned. They're, they've got great early fixtures um, and they're quite well priced as well. Um, the likes of Gabriel, um, five million. So who's been sort of starting in the Arsenal defence and, and where do we think, because they've, they've signed uh, Justin Timber as well, who plays as a right back and, a, and an in central defence. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Justin Timberlake, yeah. So where's he going to go? <laughs> well, um, Timber, I think he's, he's Ajax, and I guess a lot of that is sort of versatility. So I think he's a centre-back and a right back. It, it sort of puts a slight question mark over Ben White's, status okay. but again gabriel as the left-footed center back um he should be fairly more secure you would think oh so it could be saliba who could saliba miss out well. if timber plays a center back yeah the back four they started with against nuremberg was white saliba gabriel kirio okay yeah and that's kind of four center backs mm-hmm um, so you, so you, you would imagine Zinchenko would go in uh, left back and do that sort of inverted moving into midfield role normally. Yeah, and that seems to be uh, the plan. But yeah, as, as far as the right centre back and right back, mm -hmm. yeah, that's going to have to be something we'll have to judge closer okay. to the time because there's extra names there now. Okay. Um, they got new players as well in midfield. Uh, Rice won't have had any minutes yet. You would assume, considering he costs 105 million, he's going to start. Um, but um, Havertz as well has checked, uh, joined a while ago. Well, it's a number of, a little a few weeks ago. Um, had, did, has he had any minutes yet? He came on as a as a sub mm -hmm. in that second match um, against the against his fellow and, Germans. And where? It, and was he in that sort of Shaka role that Shaka's now now left? And is it is it was he sort of in that role? Did he did he, did he, he seem show to us anything? Yeah, it, it wasn't really long enough to to judge really <laughs> with being a cameo. But yeah, it looks like the uh, because it was Enketia who started up front and not Jesus. Jesus also came on, okay. so the, the, everybody got subbed. So it looks like. Havertz probably is going to have that advanced midfielder sort okay. of position, but uh, we'll see how that develops over over preseason. Okay. Um, uh, before we move on to Villa, anything else to add about Arsenal? I think we've covered most of the positions. 
Uh, yeah, that seems to be. The, say the the first one was the first friendly against Watford was quite a young side. I think a couple of the defenders did play. Uh, so there's nothing to really read into the Watford game. Okay, let's move on to Villa. Um, it's going to be interesting, Ollie Watkins on penalties, although he is a little bit rubbish on penalties, but he does, is on penalties. Um, and um, uh, they've, they've had changes as well. They've got new personnel in midfield. Um, so uh, who, what, what fixtures have Aston Villa had in pre-season so far? And what, what have we learned, if anything, from their players? So they've had that... 1-1 draw with Walsall, mm-hmm. where, yes, Ollie Watkins scored a penalty. So... Ah, he, <laughs> proving me wrong. <laughs> well, he missed the, He did miss that one at Anfield. Yeah. Game week 37. Um, and who knows, because the, the, it was quite... Uh, they played a lot of kids. So when when the first 11 is back, let's, mm. let's see what the situation is then. Okay. It would be very handy if their last friendly had a penalty. But, ah, okay. Uh, if the final one does because T- Tiel- uh, Tielemans was very good at penalties at Leicester and he's yeah. joined Villa so that's what I'm looking at because Tielemans could suddenly go up in our if he's on pens then he could suddenly go up in our estimations absolutely that um because he he didn't play here because Emery played 22 different players yeah. so again that's I think that the, the initial lineup was stronger it had the likes of Matty Cash and uh, Watkins and Buendia, Douglas Lewis, uh, Aaron Ramsey, not Jacob, and also not the Cardiff one. No. Uh, so played quite a lot of the young kids. Villa have produced some really good ones over the years. So okay. um, it'd be fascinating to see how much faith Emery puts in them whilst also making ambitious signings. Yeah, they've, uh, <clears throat> in defence as well, very ambitious signings. Torres joining. Um, so what, any any minutes there? Well, it's a good set. They've got four good centre backs there. Diego Carlos mm-hmm. started. Okay. And Conza came on for the other one at half time, but there was no Mings, uh, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Emi Martinez didn't take part. Uh, the internationals didn't didn't feature. So there was uh, like McGinn wasn't okay. Wasn't uh, involved either. Okay. So. Uh, um... So what, what, I mean, I guess at the moment, um, not much to know at the moment, but we need to know the penalty situation and some of those later games. So the key things to look out for, apart from who's on pens um, in, in later matches for Villa? Um, so I think one of the things that online, there seems to be a bit of Matty Cash um, attention. Oh, because he's, he's down at 4.5 million, so he's cheaper than the other fullback mm. on the left, Alex Moreno. But we, we don't really know if he is sort of nailed on. He, he certainly used to be, mm. but sort of uh, under Emery, whether it was due to injury or due mm. to the presence of Ashley Young, it's, it's not something we can guarantee, certainly mm. not. And if, for example, now that he's had a full pre-season there, if if he wants a more defensive right back to make up for Moreno, it could be concert, perhaps. He, he could be okay. asked to move to the right. So seeing how the, the cash situation evolves over the summer would be interesting because, yeah, if he does look fairly nailed, then mm-hmm. that's a good option for 4.5 because Villa's defence was okay. so good. Mm-hmm. 
in the second half of last season. Um, okay, and before we move on to Bournemouth, anything else from a Villa of note that we should mention? Uh, nothing that comes okay. to mind, really. There is... Um, it'll be in, uh, whether Archer doesn't look like he played in this match, but whether whether he becomes the lead 4.5 million striker or not, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, has he had any minutes yet? I mean, he is in my, my um, early draft because I, I can't see why they would sell him or get him on loan when he is such a good prospect and did so well on loan last year. And they haven't really got anyone else apart from Watkins. So if Watkins gets injured, they do need a, a, a striker of some quality. Yeah, which of course could mean that they buy one. But mm. until then, um, they haven't really replaced Danny Ings. They, they brought in uh, Duran, I think, in January. Yeah. But yeah. he's also a youngster. Yeah. So as, as it stands, it's basically just Watkins ahead of Archer you would think so yeah yeah there's there's, there's the 4.5 strikers uh, unless uh, Arsenal's Balogun mm. gets a transfer ha- not really going to put much thought into into that one unfortunately no okay um, let's move on to Bournemouth now I've got them down in my head as, as whipping boys but that was based on last season they've got a new manager now so um, they're gonna, they've got a few new recruits they've got players coming back from injury there was a when I was doing the team reveal with Neil last season the Bournemouth was was it was just actually were because they, they had this long-term injury list for ages um so um what is the latest from Bournemouth uh, have they had any matches uh who they've been playing you know who, who who's been scoring assisting who, who should we be looking at possibly for Bournemouth well they did first of all have a friendly last week against Hibernian and won 4-0 mm-hmm. the second one over the weekend on Sunday was against Maccabi Tel Aviv mm-hmm as Robbie Keane as manager. Oh, yeah. right. that, that I did not know. So he finally took charge of his boyhood club. Mm-hmm. Um, 22 names were played by the new coach, Irela. Yeah. Antonio Irela. And we did a scout report on him on, on, mm-hmm. on the scout website, by the way, yeah. looking more into, into him. He was He's a highly impressive Spanish manager mm-hmm. um, from Rayo Vallecano. Okay. Um, heavily influenced. His style is influenced by Bielsa mm-hmm. from when they worked together at Athletic Club. Yeah. So that that there should be a bit of a clue mm-hmm. as to what okay. you can maybe expect from Bournemouth. Okay. Um, any any particular names? I mean, I've got them. It's all Bournemouth in my head, penciled down as a sort of a Danny Graham type preseason team, as yeah. in someone might emerge and score like twenty goals, and then. Um, I, I'm just not interested still. <laughs> um, no, I mean, in some in some respects, it's 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 so easy to sort of have an instinctive reaction about Bournemouth, but they did stay up and they are sort of having an okay-ish okay. summer. That seem to be quite ambitious as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a bit of a coup to get Areola, so maybe it's time to to think about them differently. Okay. The, the, Against Maccabi Tel Aviv, they did lose and they did play 22 different names. Right. So, okay. again, they started with, it was sort of a 4-2-3-1, mm. Solanke up front. And then behind him, it was uh, Uatara. Uatara. Yeah. Uatara. Dango Uatara, yeah. yes. Uh, Triori and Justin yeah. Clivert. Yeah, okay. Who's new in? 
it was new in and he's priced at five million in midfield. Oh, okay, so he's a name we could be could be looking keeping an eye on just to get, I mean this is more for when Bournemouth's fixtures have a good run because we're looking for cheap players with a good fixture run. Yeah, it's um it's probably not gonna be no. initially. So as well as pre season, we'll also have the advantage of seeing some early Premier League games. Okay. Which I guess will be more right, yes. useful to us. Okay, um, we'll move on to Bournemouth as well because, uh, as I said, they're not they haven't got very favourable early fixtures, so there's not going to be a tremendous amount of interest. But 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 it's still great to keep an eye on these players, um, especially the cheaper ones. Uh, Brentford next, interest in Brentford. I mean, they play Tottenham in game week one, but the fixtures are quite good early on in general. Um, lots of interest in uh, Brian Bomo. Uh, Obviously, because he plays out on the wing or he can play just behind the striker and has done well uh, in Tony's absence. Tony, of course, is banned until January. Um, also, we think he's on penalties. Um, uh, meanwhile, there's uh, Sharda and and Visser as well uh, in the mix in the attacking roles there. And there's rumours at this stage um, uh, that Brennan John they've got a heavy interest in Brennan Johnson and they may or may not. Who knows? Better get him from Nottingham Forest. But he would cost a lot. Um, so, in short, Brentford, a team of interest, did well last season. Um, what? Who have they been playing? Who has been playing? And Bomo, is he on penalties? Is he? Is where is he playing? Um, what? What's the latest with um, a Brentford um, in pre-season? Well, they are another team with a one-one draw. Okay. Against Boreham Wood. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> they should be like a pre-season bingo with Boreham Wood. <laughs> yeah, it's normally Arsenal, doesn't it? Yeah, Boreham Wood. Past, I, I don't know. Have they got one coming up against Arsenal? I don't know. Um, don't think so. Oh, hey, they, they've got very good. They've got very good um, uh, management set up because they've managed to get some great pre-season games. They do, and I guess Brentford's taking it over this time. It was one-one. Uh, it was two different lineups. Mm-hmm. Each half, so again, there's there's not a lot, especially when neither lineup had Mbumo or Wissa right. or any of the goalkeepers, whether old or new, so okay. Raya or Flecken, none, neither of them, no Hickey. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There was a, there was a few names. Um, I guess the first half eleven was slightly stronger. It had sort of, it did have Pinnock. Ben May, Rico Henry, and they did have the cheap. I think he's a four point five million forward, Halil yeah. Dervisoglu. Yeah, and he did score okay. uh, from a pinnick assist. <clears throat> uh, but because so many key players were absent, don't know. Right. That, I mean, so, it, it, so we're at the stage with them very early on in preseason. We. Uh, the, any questions about Mbomo, where they're going to play, who's going to play an attack. We're not at that stage yet. Can't say yet. And they are about to go to America mm. to uh, play in the Premier League Summer Series against mm. Fulham, Brighton and Villa. So maybe they, maybe that's where they will start to maybe yeah. come up with a plan for the season. 
Okay. I mean, that's timely because uh, we can move on to Brighton um, then because Brighton are in the mix there. They haven't, they haven't played. Usually at this stage, as, as a Brighton fan, I know, they're usually at the sort of playing Whitehawk stage, playing perhaps mm. uh, Worthing um, uh, or Hailsham, something like that. Um, but um, they're not. They're, they're, they're messing with the big boys. They're off to America. <laughs> they're playing the likes of Brentford, Fulham, but they're playing other Premier Leagues. They're playing a bit of quality there. Um, and so we're going to get to know. Now, we've got a whole bunch of questions we need to know about Brighton because mm-hmm. there's players gone like McAllister. Casado's probably going to go. Midfield's going to change. Meanwhile, they've got Pedro up top. They've got Ferguson. They've got Undav. They've got Welbeck. They've also got on the wings. They've got March, Matoma. Um, it goes on and on. There are so many. Ch- and in CISO, I haven't even mentioned all the other players as well. I could go on and on. There's a lot of, of interest there. They're playing in Europe. We know there's quality in the players, but we don't know who's going to play. So what 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 are we going to look out for? I mean, Brett, Brett, what are we looking out for in Brighton's early, early matches? And, and when, I mean, when, it, when, I, I, actually, I mean, this is terrible for me as a Brighton fan. I actually know when their first pre-season match is. Well, according to the Premier League website, it's July 22nd. Oh, okay. Against Chelsea. But um, whether there's a behind closed doors one, we don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess they'll be flying out now, probably. Yeah, they probably, yeah. Um, in terms of Brighton, yeah, the, the, the big questions. Uh, first of all, it's sort of unknown territory because there was a bit of rotation at the end of last season, mm. wasn't there? Um, I remember when they came up to face Newcastle and I was very, very nervous. And then the lineup came out and it was just, wow, did not expect that um and that's before european football but certainly going into the early weeks of the season before before europe kicks in um yeah is in caesar a nailed on starter is the new goalkeeper for bruggen does, does he immediately displace steel mm. or is sanchez back in favor like that is uh that is a tough one to call and i'm sure you're in a Better position, well, my, maybe? My, my instinct is this, but as I said, because I, I get asked this a lot on Twitter as a Brighton fan, and um, and I do say watch pre-season because all of the things you've just mentioned, these all of these will, you know, there'll be inf- new information for us to help us. My instinct, though, is looking at Verbruggen's history. So he comes from, uh, from, from Europe, he's 20 He's played in the Europa Conference, so he's got experience of European competitions. I believe he did, I think he saved three penalties in the penalty shootout for his side. Mm-hmm. So he's of quality. Because given his age, I think he's one for the future. But I also think he's probably, possibly, I'd be very surprised if he isn't the goalkeeper in Europe, given his experience in Europe, and mm. Steele hasn't got. Whereas the praise for Steele last season was uh, immense from Deserby, the manager, saying, and and it, he surprised us all, <laughs> especially Sunderland fans who remember him not being so good. He, he, his playing out from the back was, he, I mean, Deserby was saying was the best in the Premier League, and there wasn't anything he did that disproved that. It it was nerve wracking to watch the ball going to and to Steele and Steele to dribble it out. Um, but you know, we saw he's gone. I mean, if, if, if a goalkeeper can get an assist from open play of which he did when he passed the ball 
to, I think it was Matoma, um, um, or it could be NCC. I can't remember who it was, but um, he, he passed the ball and it was uh, an incredible pass. But his, his passing range, his dribbling, he's, he's a... Um, I think I'd be very surprised if he's displaced as the number one goalkeeper, but that's my instinct. But we, I might be proved completely wrong. Um, I, I can't see Sanchez back in favour. Um, anyone at work, you've got you've got a work colleague who basically gets the half over something and then just down tools is probably not going to be the person they're going to promote <laughs> at work. Mm. Um, so, and that's the case it is with Sanchez. Um, same thing. So, yeah, that's my, that's my instinct there. And CISO, I don't know. I, great, but young. And that's the thing. Great, but young. Um, yeah, it would be, it'd be a handy million pound to save over Matoma. Yeah. But uh, not if he doesn't play. No. Um, so, um, uh, before we move on to Burnley, who are of, of interest, they play Man City in game week one. But they've got a new manager. They're completely different. So my mindset, Burnley, Premier League, Sean Dyche, for, uh, some kind of like, I don't know. I don't even know. So solid defence. Um, don't give a, give away a lot of quality shots. Hence their goalkeepers usually doing well. A um, couple of good wingers, a big bloke up front. That's basically been Burnley. And then suddenly with company, it's a bit different. <laughs> So we've still got wingers of interest, hopefully the defence, but they're a bit more all out attacking um, and their goalkeeper might not get the saves that the Deitch goalkeepers have racked up. And we don't know who's going to be up top as well, because Jay Rodriguez is getting on a bit. I mean, I've, we've been talking about Jay Rodriguez for about a decade, I think, on the yeah. Fancy Football Scout articles. Um, and... Um, actually, oh, Barnes, yeah, Veghorst is back, but will he stay <laughs> in easy of a quality? Um, and then you've also got uh, Ashley Barnes has gone as well, so it's all changed up front. You would imagine they would get a new striker, but yeah, that's the end of my what my rudimentary understanding of Burnley so far. So, you know, what, what can we expect? What, what has pre season shown us? Well, they have they've had three. Three oh, matches already, okay. actually. So and they have information. won them all um, against Fleetwood, Burton, Albion, and Port Vale. Okay. I don't think there's a lot of information out there. I, I did sort of try and look for mm. a line of things. We know that Josh Brownhill has scored okay. several already. Oh, okay. Either two or three. Um, now he's five million. Not no, he's more than that. I think he was four point five last time he was in the Premier League, but sadly not now. He is five. Okay, five. Um, it's yeah. If he, if he was four point five, that could have uh, he could have been. Okay. Four point five of choice, but that extra half is sort of irritating. So, who played up top for them? Um, Rodriguez still, I guess. But it, well, certainly on the Burnley website, they've kept it very, very brief. So not actually sure. Okay. But if you look at our preseason, sorry. I'll just find the preseason ticker, the minutes tracker on our website, which, as we say, is incredibly handy for moments like this. 
Which is good. Uh, this is it in action. This is what, the, what we were talking about, the pre-season minutes bit uh, on Fantasy Football. This is, so anyone can say, when I can say, well, how long have they been playing for? Um, I mean, I have actually just noted, I found that uh, Burnley beat Fleetwood Town 3-2. And Rodriguez did indeed play for, well, at least 45 minutes and scored. Um, mm. Jez Davis, Davis scored uh, as well. And um, uh, Michael Mellon, who I really hope it's going to be called Mickey Mellons. Um, it's 44. Uh, he scored as well. Um, but they also against B- uh, Burn Albion. That was 1-0. And uh, now I'm going to completely murder this pronunciation. Um, I've never heard of this player. Sokolice, um scored. Uh, he was a notable player for Burnley there. Um, so um, a couple of a couple of things I've noted there just f- from Twitter. So and the answer to the question, I guess we don't know still. Jay Rodriguez, he's, I think he's 34 now, so... Yeah, there's... there's um, for various reasons, it's it's probably not probably not a lot to read into that because it's early on, mm-hmm. uh, minutes have been spread out. Surely they're going to buy a striker, uh, you would you would think, right? Uh, unless, yeah. unless Faith goes in Veghorst again, I feel like that's a name that might be... Is yeah. it still too soon to mention him in, in the FPL? community no he's still with i mean the scars heal i mean i i i think i got him in when everyone when when he was surprisingly 122 percent effective ownership um owned uh for a double game week um and we were all burnt but you know he did a job for manchester united but you know wasn't an fpl asset really just sort of big bloke who got in the way yeah yeah he sort of uh you know they came third and, and won a trophy so it's not terrible, but uh, yeah. Needless to say, they're not going to bring him back. Okay. Uh, Burnley, oh. we just yeah, just don't know. Okay, so Burnley at the moment, we don't know. They have that we do have information. We have seen that there's some goals in the likes of Rodriguez, but we just don't know whether I mean, it would seem unlikely that they would go into the season with with a player of his age up top. But you never know. Um, let's move on to Chelsea. Have Chelsea had any uh, matches yet um, in pre-season? It looks like their first friendly is on the 19th on Wednesday mm-hmm. against uh, Wrexham. Okay. Um, and they're probably the team that I feel like a lot of us want to analyse the most. Certainly okay. one of yeah. the teams. The new, new, well, existing players, some new players, got rid of a lot of players, new manager. It's, it's, it's in flux totally, isn't it? Could be absolutely anything. And then there was that, um, I think there was a slight... I mean, it's one of the safest tweets you could ever tweet is that Reese James is injured. <laughs> is he actually injured though? Because I saw well, that. Well, it was mentioned the other day, but then I think it was quickly sort of played down. He was, before flying out oh. to America, there was basically just a check just to be safe. Okay. I think um, he's all right. Um, if you tweet that or Calvert Lewin's injured, you're probably going to be right most of the time. Yeah. I um I think I tweeted something about James being that that scan and I th- and a lot of Chelsea fans responding to me saying that it was precautionary, as in it was a precautionary because of his injury record. They're just seeing if he was safe to go, um. So there wasn't too much to read into that. Um. But nevertheless, as you said, it's Reese James. So there's everything to read into that because <laughs> um I think we've all been there. We've all got him in and he's got injured and done nothing. Yeah. Completely that, and then further up fields, yeah, we, we haven't had any any samples, any friendlies, so we just don't know. 
Okay. Um, Rightio. So um, Chelsea, they've got some games against Premier League opposition. So those questions will be answered, hopefully, um, as we go through that. Um, Crystal Palace, um, another team um, that were in flux, as in the change of manager. Roy Hodgson's back. Um and he's going to continue this season as their manager. Um, whilst the sort of Zaha era has come to an end, he may even leave the team completely um, this season. We've had the likes of uh, Elise and, of course, Eze uh, assigned to take over as the, as the sort of main attacking threats there. And then you've got the likes of Mateta, Edwards as well up front, uh, and Ayu as well. Um, so you've got a lot of choice there um, and they were pretty, pretty attacking towards the end of last season. So you imagine that would continue. Um, they've had a few friendlies, I believe, or at least at least a couple I'm aware of. What, what's been happening and what notable players are there? Yeah, the, the first one was a, a, a defeated Barnet, mm-hmm. 1-0. The second one over the weekend was 2-2 at home to Brondby. And that had some of the names that had is a Okay. Uh, Sam Johnston, Mitchell, mm-hmm. um, and some cameos for mm-hmm. Guehi, Ayu, right. Hudson, Edward. M- Mateta started mm-hmm. against Bromby and then uh, Edward came on. So that's starting to look. So, I mean, looking back at the, just looking at the team sheet for the, um, for uh, the, the first match, it was very much sort of, Two halves, really different, different players ch- changing them around. Even the infamous Plange made an appearance uh, in the second half for Crystal Palace. So you can see that they were playing, getting everyone trying to get as many uh, players out. So that was sort of um, a bit more, um, uh, uh, um, more unfamiliar names for us. But then this next, this next match, this was starting to see where you, you were getting um, the, the more familiar names that we mentioned, and the likes of Mateta and Eze starting um so yeah i mean uh yeah that 2-2 against bromby i don't know anything about bromby so i can't assess their their quality but uh goal for mateta interesting yeah and there was also one from the youngster is it jesserun raksaki yeah had a really good season at charlton okay. on loan ah. last time and because elise is injured mm. he has a hamstring and it sounds like Elise might miss the early weeks Ooh. of the season with that injury. It, it was okay. certainly reported like that at the Euro under 21s. Okay. Um, so does Hodgson place initial faith in Raksaki, mm-hmm. especially if he keeps scoring like this in preseason? He doesn't seem to have a price in the game yet. Ah. Um, I think instinctively. It would have been oh is he a four point five midfield option? But whoa, uh, whoa, whoa! Hold everything because we're in search of a four point five midfielder. There is no. That's why everyone's got five midfielders because there isn't four point five. So there isn't, and he is, and he isn't on the game yet as of you know at the time of recording. So, so he, he could, might not be, but uh, but he could he could be a winger who could play. Yeah, a four point five. That's 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 a handy player to have if you want to go for a sort of four four two, three four three formation. And it's Sheffield United on the opening day, so he could be the ultimate differential. Wow. Okay. Heard it here first. But this is the new. I'm, I'm building him up now. New new. Too new much Lundstrom. excitement based on nothing. Really, but, <laughs> yeah. I'm uh... excited on the, based on nothing. Yeah. Okay. Interesting though. This is a name. Um. In goal. Um. Lots. Seen lots of interest for Johnston. Um. 
but uh, but of course uh, Guita is still there. Um, uh, Johnson getting getting minutes. Is it looking like he's definitely number one? At the end of the season, it seemed to be Johnston, and he got the start here, ah. and was replaced at halftime by Matthews. So um, in terms of uh, Johnston or Guita, not uh, that's probably going to have to be a, a final friendly mm-hmm. decision, really. Okay. Um, okay. Well, there's there's some in John okay, you know, okay, not interesting Crystal Palace because there's certain there's certain names here. There's certain cheaper players that might come in and um you know these are going to be great differentials because no one no one's going to know who to go for because there's so many options um you know outside of Eze but you know they could be as you said could be the ultimate differential for the game week one especially against Sheffield United yeah, the strike is a uh, Edward is 5.5 mm-hmm. and Mateta I believe is just five so if if mm-hmm. one of them mm-hmm. let's say one of them gets injured and, and pretty much locks in the other one okay uh, that could be an interesting third striker mm. but uh north 352 is quite popular at the moment okay um let's move on to everton um i, I was terrible on another video recently that was didn't have any faith in everton because um i mean basically their, their star signing i guess is ashley young um so far so that 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 says to me relegation so far but you never know you never know um full of optimism maybe they do well um They've got really good fixtures, though, early on. Um, they start with Fulham at home. Um, so what have Everton played yet? I mean, is there anything we can learn? Is Calvert-Lewin fit? Um, uh, what else? I mean, are they better than the championship side they look like? Um, well, they, they did beat Stad Nionese mm-hmm. um, 2-1. Okay, sounds like a condiment, but well done to them. <laughs> Yeah, I might have, I might have just destroyed the pronunciation, but yes, yeah. it could be a bit like that. Um, and the aforementioned Calvert Lewin uh, did not play injured because it sounds like his minutes are being managed. I bet they are over preseason okay. stuff. So we did get uh, Neil Morpé score. Yeah, he played and scored the penalty. Right. Okay, we're going to skip over that because I think we're going to get. <laughs> stoned death if we if we mentioned if we try and get people to get him in i'm not even gonna go i'm not even i'm just gonna skip over that <laughs> yeah any other notable yeah. players yeah he has that uh he has that price that, that <laughs> could lure people in but uh yeah. lessons learned <laughs> yeah yeah any, anything um any other sort of notable players in terms of because they beat uh neonays uh 2-1 um, so you know who who else was involved in any goals there? Um, I think it sounds like McNeil was um, quite lively. Okay, but um, in terms of starts, it wasn't. It, there was a bit of sort of youngster. Okay, it was a, the team is a bit of a mix mix of. Yeah, what about um, now? Is it is it Breathway or Branthway? Um, Brand- who was on loan, but I know Everton fans are quite keen on him. I know he did quite well on loan. He's 4.0, I believe. Was Has he had any minutes yet? He, Yeah, he, he had a good season at uh, PSV. Mm. But in pre-season, is Everton, is he back with Everton? And... He is. I just need to look, though, because some clubs are better than others. It's oh, actually, I've just, I've just found the subs and I've just found the starting lineup for that. 
side. Um, that yes. much is no. The answer to my own question is no. <laughs> spreadsheet, yes. The spreadsheet, the minutes tracker does have our it, answers, yes, thankfully. It says no. Um, uh, 90 minutes for Lewis Warrington, but nobody else. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. yo. Um, so that's probably not telling us at the moment. So we're we're we're, we're getting there with them. If if they're signed with the pay up front, um, which they may well have to carry on doing if Calvert Lewin is injured. So um, that's the things to look out for there. Who's going to start up front if Calvert Lewin's not there? Will Calvert Lewin be back? Um, he will be on penalties if he's on the pitch. Um, and also some of those cheaper because I I I, mean, I do I have in the past quite favoured like Patterson, a good cheap Everton defender. Just, just to sit on the bench, you know. At least, at least some of them will play. Um, and I noticed Patterson was in the starting lineup against Neonays, so um, that's something to to think about. Um, we, we, I mean, we've been we've been chatting away for so long. I've completely lost track of time. So we've been going for uh, three quarters of an hour, and we're we're halfway through. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna rattle through some of the others, and we're gonna dwell on some of those teams. Um, because luckily, some of those major teams that were coming up haven't actually played too much yet. Um, so we don't know much about them. So, um, but we can think about things we're going to think about there. So we've got Everton there, Fulham, um, Fulham, any friendlies? And I suppose what are the sort of key questions we want to, want to ask there about them? Fulham have not had one yet. Right. Great. Um, in terms of key questions, well, it seems like they might be potentially getting Willian back. Okay. On a free transfer, maybe that, that's what, Twitter was saying, um, does does Mitrovic stay or, or does an offer from Saudi Arabia come to Fulham? We don't know. Could that make Carlos Vinicius a five million pound forward? Yep. Probably not because surely they'd replace him. Mm-hmm. Mitrovic questions that that's that seems to be the key Fulham questions, okay. doesn't it? Really? Yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm I'm interested in their goalkeeper Leno. Um, uh, especially because early on, if Ariola is going to be the starter, we'll come to West Ham in a bit, but um, if he's going to be the starter, which he could be, because he's younger than Fabianski, um, so maybe preferred for the future, or maybe preferred now, um, They West Ham and Fulham has got quite a nice rotation early on. Uh, I quite like that. I'm, I'm, I'm an old school. I like a bit of goalkeeper rotation, especially if I can get one for four million. Um, so um, we'll skip the rest of Fulham then um, decisions to be made will Mitrovic stay that's going to be the key one Liverpool have they played any friendlies yet and um, given they have Bournemouth in game week two but Chelsea in game week one um, there's sort of tentative interest in the expensive Salah and uh, lots of interest in Alexander-Arnold so um, Liverpool any, any friendlies yet or, or, or when do they play if not uh, none so far. Okay. First one is on Wednesday against Karlsruhe in Germany. Okay. So yeah, so, some of those uh, sort of tactical questions, and mm-hmm. I suppose the the forward line is going to have so many options now that um, yeah, we don't have any any clues on that yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we don't have a clue. So the things we need to know. Um, the assumption is Salah's going to stay on penalties. Even though McAllister has joined, he's better at penalties, arguably. Um, McAllister will play, um, we think. Um, they've also got Sabozlai in midfield, who's also good at penalties. Um, plus, 
who's going to play up top? So we've got uh, Darwin, Diaz, Jota, Salah. Um, you know, who's going to play? Which of those three? Will Alexander-Arnold carry on this role? He's excelled in last season, this inverted fullback. Um, he's now doing, we think, for England as well. So that sort of might cement his role there. Um, lot, lots to ponder um, as we when we look at Liverpool. So, yeah, especially now... I guess one of the big things is if Salah gets a hat trick <laughs> and he's not in a lot of our teams, is he so far? That's it. It's it's predictable. We know it's going to happen. There's going to be that stage of preseason as the deadline gets closer where fear of not having Salah kicks in <laughs> and all the templates will mix up again. Um, it's interesting that you mentioned uh, Zobislai because we did a scout report on him on the website. Yeah. and properly looked into him and the qualities he possesses and what he can add. And just as importantly, does he take away the appeal of others because he is a bit of a set-piece specialist? So um, for the likes of like Alexander-Arnold, for example, is, is he mm. now sharing duties with him? I don't know, maybe. maybe not at the start, but over time, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, McAllister as well. I mean, it's McAllister also as well. on set pieces. Um, I mean, and what you said about the penalties there, yeah. you know, if, if Salah misses another one, because he did miss a couple, didn't yeah. he? Now, I know there is another video and podcast I do urge people to listen to and based on an article as well about penalty takers. It was Neil, the editor at Fantasy Football Scout, was talking about that very issue there. He seemed very confident because of com because luckily there is comments that Klopp made that um, because Salah missed a couple two in a row but then scored a couple more. And that didn't seem to worry Klopp. Um, he said he had a, a, I think it was called a grown-up conversation, he called it, with Salah about it. Um, and basically Salah's keeping penalties. Um, it doesn't matter if he misses a couple, he's just keeping them. So I mm. think that could be that my answer, our question there. Maybe. Well, if he misses the first one of the season, mm. then we'll see. But then, yeah. yeah. Sounds like it, doesn't well, it? Yeah, I mean, especially now, because he's got Sabozlai and McAllister, who are, I think, I think their penalty rate's better than Salah. So, you know, you've got quality waiting in the wings. Um, let's move on to Luton. Um, once again, we're looking at cheap players. Um, I know Bell um, is playing in the Gold Cup for Jamaica, I believe, at the moment. He's four million, so we're not going to get an answer to whether he's going to start or not. Luton um, but they have had uh, I'm aware if they've had a friendly against Peterborough United I'm not sure if they've had any more um, but um, you know who who was of interest in in that friendly or any others they've had yeah it was the Peterborough that's that's their one outing so okay. far Luton won 3-1 goals by Morris McAtee and Pereira okay and um, then we know Morris was sort of their main mm. slash yeah. only real goal threat last season. Ad Adebayo did did dip mm. in some goals, of course, but Morris is their uh, top scorer and his place isn't in doubt. Mm. Uh, McAtee is a 4.5 million forward, John McAtee. Yeah. Um, but, and he did score, but again, what does that mean? There was Adebayo and Morris started the game it was another situation where the first half team was mm -hmm. strong and it was completely different for the second half. 
Okay, so um, they do have a blank game week coming up early on against Burnley because their ground's not fully ready. So they've got their away early away games, but not their first home game. Um, the um, and plug another plug for another video and podcast uh, we did uh, I, an interview I did with Dan uh, Luke Ashby, the um, uh, Planet FPL's Luton correspondent, um, and also uh, an expert on the championship. He does a, a, a podcast for the uh, the Gaffer game for the championship. Um, he he was saying that Morris is definitely, as you said, the main man. So he's confirming that. Um, and you know he he's got can score left right header everything he's got he's got everything. Um, Adeboyor he thinks he's on penalties, but that's once again up in the air. Um, so it could be I think Ad I think Morris grabbed one, but I think it's Adeboyor we think he's on penalties possibly. <laughs> but as I said, up in the air. That's something to be decided. That's something we might get in, in pre season. But he felt that Morris was the better striker. Um, than Adebayo, although Adebayo is showing lots of lots of promise um, there. Um, Doughty was another player he mentioned, who I understand got another forty-five minutes in this game. Um, he was a, a, quite an attacking wing back, um, so it could be of an interest. Yes, attacking wing back, set pieces, and I suppose if you if you've got tall strikers mm -hmm. like they do, it's uh, the guy who crosses to them could be quite handy. So yeah. Okay, um, Man City, I think, I mean, oh, you know, Man City, great importance. Um, and I know there's going to be, I believe some Man City players might be mentioned in a, a future videos that we do. Um, but um, the they haven't played yet, have they, pre-season? No, not no, yet. No. So we, we need to know a whole bunch of things because uh, there's a lot of players. Mares, we at this stage, is looks to be going. Um, Gundogan go, is gone. Um, we need to see who's going to play in defence. Uh, Haaland, you would imagine, is going to be the main man, but where will Alvarez go? Is KDB going to be fit? Lots to consider in pre-season. So once again, look at the articles on Fantasy Football Scout for them. Um, Manchester United, they they have had a pre-season, haven't they, so far? Yes, they beat Leeds 2-0. Oh, great. In Oslo. Mm -hmm. And it was the first uh, sighting of Mason Mount. Oh, okay. I think he got, was it just the first half? Yeah, they, they also did the whole change around at halftime. So Mount, Mount got the first half, but there was a lot of key players who weren't involved at all. There was no Rashford, no Fernandez, mm -hmm. uh, stuff like that. No Luke Shaw either. So there's, there's not a lot to read into it in, did, in that particular um, match. Were Mount and Fernandez on the pitch at the same time? Uh, no. Okay, so because um, my my assumption is that both of them would play Fernandez more on the left, Mount more on the right. Um, sort of a two attacking midfielders, but also both of them can 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 obviously drop back when needed. Yeah, the only the only reason I hesitated there was because they did start a Fernandez, but it wasn't Bruno Fernandez. Ah, okay, fair enough. Alvaro Fernandez. Ah, oh, yes. Uh, hence the uncertainty but yeah but another piece we've done is sort of look into what Ten Hag might want Mason Mount to be this last season was was bad at Chelsea but the Ten Hag's admired Mount for years since um since they were both in the Netherlands so um you would sort of think Ten Hag has a specific plan in mind for Mount to get okay. the best out of him 
and what's the knock-on effect Fernandez? Okay. In uh, goal as well, uh, De Gea's left, so Inanna's, uh, at the time of, of recording, looks to be going there. Um, we don't know whether he's going to be 5.5 million or 5 million. It'd be one of those two, I would imagine. So you would assume that who, whoever they, they had in pre-season, like Heaton or whoever, in goal, uh, it's going to be Inanna, it's going to be their main one. Um, and I guess... Um, what we're looking at is they haven't got a striker yet, really. Martial, so only one can't really be relied on. But um, yeah, any indications so far who might be sort of a backup striker? They started this match with Forsen up front, and second yeah. half they had Hugill. So uh, in conclusion, nothing really. No. It, could it even be Rashford? Could, could he? If if they. Maybe they sign a forward late in the transfer window, but maybe not in time for game week one. Okay. And does that put Rashford up front? Let's uh, okay. let's find out. Okay. Um, uh, Newcastle, your team. Um, who have they played? They usually play around about this time of year. They usually play Gateshead. Um, so in pre-season, who have they been playing in pre-season so far? And have we learned anything? It was exactly that, Joe. Gateshead. Yeah, and the reason is is because Gates says right next to it. <laughs> yeah, basically, um, we're often branded as Newcastle Gateshead when sort of applying to host mm. things. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that's what it was. Gateshead went two 0 up, but uh, mm. well, it's Newcastle. A derby, so yeah, oh, the players were up for it. Yeah. For it. The thing is, Newcastle started about I don't know, like five left backs or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were trying to. Accomplish a, a Guinness World Record or something. Maybe they're trying to tilt the the pitch. <laughs> Everyone on the left trying to destroy yeah. it from within. Yeah, if you play five left backs, you're definitely going to um, beat them down the left hand yeah, side. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was um, you know Dan Byrne, Matt Target, Jamal Lewis, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Ritchie. They all started. Matt Ritchie. <laughs> at least uh, at least four then. And Newcastle did turn it around and won 3-2. Okay. Um, goals for Elliot Anderson, who didn't get... He's, he's a very promising youngster, but he didn't get that many minutes okay. last oh. season. There was sort of a thought of, you know, should he have maybe been loaned out? Mm-hmm. And certainly this season, well, we probably need the, the deeper squad, in all honesty. But okay. um, he scored. And then St. Maximin scored, but he's been linked... Sadly, with a with a departure, yeah. he's been linked with a Saudi Arabian side again. Yeah, so that one. Uh, if, if the logic is well, he's out, and Harvey Barnes is rumored to come okay. in. Hasn't happened yet. Okay, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Okay, so if Barnes does come arrive, that's obviously we want to see where he plays, where the minutes are. Uh, I mean, as in sort of, um, you know. You know, whereabouts he plays, if he plays full match, 45 minutes, that kind of thing as well. Um, Trippier going to be interest there. I'm assuming he's sort of being, being eased into this game as well. Got a few minutes. Yeah, well, Trippier started actually, yeah. okay. which um, was a slight surprise, but he got taken off after 65 minutes. Okay. Um, yeah, Trippier, Sean Longstaff started, Dan Byrne. Okay. okay. Um, but a lot of, a lot of the names didn't 
Yeah, okay, so this is early days, but as I said, Newcastle Gate said that's a traditional, very early game for them. So we'll get we'll see some tough opposition, and we'll keep an eye on that. That's a maximum situation as well. Um, Nottingham Forest um, next. Um, they often play Notts County because they're right next to them as well. Who have they been playing in pre-season? I'm assuming it is Notts County so far, or, or Burton or some a team like that. Well, funnily enough, it was Notts County. Hey, yeah. it was yeah. Uh, not bad, Notts County. I saw them. I saw them against Yeovil a season or two ago um, in the National League, and they were visibly not a National League side. They were very, very good indeed. Um, yeah, last season with the whole them and Wrexham last season, mm, that was quite. Yeah. It was um, two two fantastic sides yeah. aiming for one automatic. That yeah. was. Um, I suppose it turned out fine yeah yeah they welcome them back to the premier league um so yeah what 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 happened in that game um any any notable sort of scorers or or starters uh forest made 10 changes at the break but okay. they did start with for example tyro awoniyi okay front, mm-hmm. who had a really good end to last season he sort of scored i think in the last three game weeks i think he scored like five goals or five or six goals it was a brilliant end to the season. Yeah. It was the first time he'd really been given a run in the Forest side because you know all these new names, big squads. There was there was a bit of uncertainty going on, but when he did get consistent minutes, he did consistently score. He's priced at six point five though, and, and those early Forest fixtures aren't great. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this friendly had no Gibbs White, no Brennan Johnson. The only goal was scored by substitute Huang Weijo. Mm-hmm. He signed last season because who didn't, and was immediately loaned out. So right. again, is, was he? Did he come on just because he was a body, or is there an actual right. plan? Okay, so to look at there, I mean, they do have a number of players. Uh, Danilo as well. I, I it's always looked good. Um, so of, of interest whenever uh, Nottingham Forest fixtures improve i know people play sky game are interested in them because there's a few single game days for them um so they'd be interested in the likes of awanyi um um uh gibbs white and, and and so on um so yeah early early days for them they're at the Notts county stage of pre-season um so we need to see them against a, a, a you know a slightly higher, better opposition even though Notts county as i said are, are are actually a good side for for where they are uh new into the league um this season um, let's uh, let's go through Sheffield United. Yeah, um, what uh, I know I'm going recording a video and a podcast with um, Tom this week on Sheffield United, looking at some of their uh, issues, but um, and players um, issues there is that they're awaiting, I think, awaiting a new uh, a new owners. Um, so it's not clear, you know, what they're going to be doing in the transfer market, and they very much got a championship side, but and some of those. Um, were in the Premier League went down so they're sort of going down they're sort of coming back up with the players some of the players they went down with um, but they've got these new players as well in uh, Dai um, is probably the the pick there so has, has he got any minutes and um, what else can we tell from from whatever Sheffield United have, have had so far in pre-season yeah Indai scored in this 2 okay. win over Chesterfield mm-hmm. yeah he did score Um I think Marseille mm-hmm. was who he was linked with the other day. So not only are no faces coming in, but if, if your top scorer, yeah. star player uh, could be about to leave, that that's yeah. not a great way 
to enter the season. Okay. He did score here. Ben Osborne scored as well. Mm-hmm. And surprise, surprise, two different lineups. Okay. Um, of interest for the 4.0 fans will be Bulldog. Did he get any minutes? I don't know if he's even fit. Uh, looking at this, no. Okay, not yet. Not yet. Some of the even Ahmed Hodzic, the, the centre back. Yeah. Six goals last season. He he did come on. Okay. Sander Birch came on. Uh, yeah, and I Norwood. A few familiar names. Okay. Right, Joe, but not that that four point zero. Um, but yeah, Ahmed Hodzic is definitely of interest uh, with that goal scoring record for, as a centre back, and I believe they might still be doing the overlapping centre-back thing that they did a couple of seasons ago in the Premier League. Um, but Sheffield, well, I'll, I'll learn more about that a bit later in the week when I do that video with Tom. Um, so uh, moving down, Tottenham, they haven't had any pre-season yet, I don't believe, but they have Brentford first off. So, and the key thing there is Harry Kane going to stay? Um, and if not, so that's what we need to look out for. If, if Harry Kane's in pre-season and, where he, and who replaces him if he's not? Yeah, just like Chelsea, they're another team that are just really interested to see how Postachoglu, you know, are they back to a four-man defence? But yeah. but they have such attacking fullbacks. So what does this mean for Pedro Porro? Uh, for example, and, you know, Kane, Madison's arrived. Sun is a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. It, I, th- I think in Spurs' squad, I think they must have named a squad recently for their... Yeah. Ventures yeah. and yeah. they named Perisic as a forward. Oh, I think so. Like, like he is for Croatia. So, I don't know. Is there out of position potential there? Too many questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We don't know yet because obviously they've got Son, they've got Madison, obviously for Charleston. Uh, I mean, they've got it, just goes on and on. Um, um, so, um, yeah, lots of questions there as well. But I guess, that, yeah, is Kane going to stay is is the key one we all need um uh west ham next now west ham uh, um they've been doing well in pre-season haven't they i mean a lot of people have been saying yeah but the opposition's not been good but they have been doing well and jared bowen's been doing exceptionally well hasn't he yes you are you're, you're excited to talk about jared bowen yeah, right i am i am <laughs> yeah well, he's, in, he's also... in my draft he's in my draft currently hope he stays yeah well He's got a 1.5 million drop, so he's 7 million. Yeah. And two seasons ago, he got 12 goals, 17 assists, which was ludicrous. Yeah. Uh, and he scored two goals and got one assist against uh, Perth. Yeah. Perth it? Glory. Perth Glory. And they also, before that, faced Ballroom Wood, mm-hmm. um, filling in the Arsenal gap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Bowen is, he's in form and yeah, you, you put him in your team and it, it is tempting. He's There's so much be, so that's, in that range. that's three goals and two assists in two games, admittedly against Bournemouth and Perth Glory, but with presumably quite a full strength West Ham side. Um, uh, I mean, looking, I was looking at the lineup, even against uh, the, in the Bournemouth Wood game, which they won 4-1. It's still got, say, Fabianski in goal. We've got Cresswell, Zuma, uh, Ings, I know, does come on. So, you know, he's still, you know, a, a, a very much a first-teamer. But there is, a, a, yeah, the likes of, say, Coventry or Lang and uh, Swire as well. So there's, 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 there's a bit of a mishmash. We're sort of 
still at the mishmash stage, but that's good news, isn't it? If if we've got the likes of Bowen, who we know can do well, uh, it doing well in preseason. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's uh, it's like you said earlier. You know, if he's not like Neto or Bailey, he has got yeah. FPL pedigree. Yeah, and he's had a big price drop there, so that that helps when so many have gone up. Fixtures. The sort of Bournemouth, but then Chelsea, Brighton, Luton—it's okay. up and down. Yeah, they're they're not they're not great. There's some good ones in there, um, but yeah, de- definitely it's, it's just because of that pedigree of them. But um, I know Fabianski has started both, and I haven't seen uh, Ariola. So there's a lot of what what's up with Ariola? <laughs> I mean, because. He's, he's younger, but he did get the cup the cup games, and they did win their first European trophy for God knows how long. I think a lot of us are sort of um, dependent on on him yeah. being a starter for them this season. Um, I think there was a sort of a succession plan for him to sort of maybe swap roles with Fabianski okay. this season, but yeah. until it happens, we can't uh, we can't trust that. Just having a look online here, and sort of last month, there were a few articles saying that that is the plan. Okay, but uh, he hasn't he hasn't played any. Ariola hasn't played any okay. of the game yet. So okay, so um, West Ham doing well at the moment. Um, let's see how they do in preseason as the as the um, fixtures get a little bit tougher for them and they get tested a bit more. And let's see if uh, and how uh, they spend that rice money as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, forget. It. I mean, they've got one hundred and five. Million there. Um, it depends. Depends how they sell it. Do how they spend it, if at all. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Whether they need the money for other things, but also um, there there is a thing. I know this from being a Brighton fan. When people know that you've suddenly got a big pile of cash, they um, they start charging more for the players that you want to bring in. Um, and I know that that happens for every team. Um, Chelsea have it for years. Um, so they might be, you know, be looking to spend it a bit more wisely and perhaps waiting. I don't know. Um, but yeah, clearly he will be a big miss. So it'll be interesting to see how they set up, but they seem to be doing well in scoring so mm-hmm. far. Um, all, all, oh, sorry, all three forwards, uh, price at 6 million, but okay. until we know, like Skamaka scored okay. a penalty. Yep. Bings has been starting as well. And then Antonio okay. seemed to end the season. So just... It could be, could be any, couldn't it, really? And we're going to wrap up with Wolves. Um, now, not, not going to be a lot of interest there. Um, not great early fixtures. But nevertheless, um, they could do okay. They could have some bargain players. Um, they could emerge in pre-season. What, um, what, if any, games have Wolves had so far? They have had two games in Portugal. Oh, okay. Um, against Vitoria Guimaraes and Ferenc, Ferenc. Okay. And they did uh, beat them both 2-1 and, and 1-0. But uh, yeah, there doesn't seem to be a huge amount of information on game time um, out there. And there is sort of questions in general about like financially, are they, what's their situation financially? They've already sold Ruben Neves, Saar, the goalkeeper, has been linked with moves away. If that happens, do they replace him or do we have a £4 million goalkeeper there? 
that's a that's potential. And Wolves did have decent home form when it came to clean sheets at the end of last season. Um, okay. Yeah, they got a couple of wins there. Okay, um, we'll leave Wolves because I don't think there'll be a lot of interest. Um, in Wolves, but at the same time, you know, it, it's a situation to monitor. And we do want to, we do want to get those bargain players. So, and Wolves may offer them up. Um, just before we go, just a reminder: all the things we've been talking about um, uh, that Mark, we've seen in action with Mark looking at the minutes on the pre-season minutes tracker that we've got on site. Um, uh, lots and lots of other gadgets for members there. Do have a look at that. Lots of uh, offers going on. We've got the pre-season uh, articles as well. You can follow us on Twitter as well. Uh, uh, Fantasy Football Scout, FF Scout rather. And we've got all of those. Uh, we, we, we get as much information as we can from the pre-season on there. But do have a look at the articles and the pre-season minutes for much more. But uh, in the meantime, Mark, thanks so much for that. It's really good to get, um, you know, the, that early look at pre-season so far and some of those key issues that we're um, looking for. And hopefully no Danny Grahams and hopefully lots of meat cheese for us. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. Thank you. Excellent. See you soon. Take care. See you. Bye.